Okay, we're doing Monday of Parshas Toldos. We're discussing here Yitzhak and Rivka, Isaac and Rebecca, that had to go somewhere because there was a hunger in the land of Israel. But at the same time, God didn't want Yitzhak to completely leave the land of Israel as his father Avram had done during the hungers he experienced. Because since Yitzhak had been offered up on the altar to God, he was considered like an offering and therefore was not appropriate for him to go outside the sacred land. So we're in chapter 26, verse 6. So Isaac settled in Gerar. Yitzhak went to Gerar as a place to remove, leave the hunger without really leaving Israel. The man of the place asked about his wife. He said, she's my sister. He's afraid to say my wife, lest the men of the place kill me because of Rivka, for she is of a beautiful appearance. So in the Hebrew, Le'ishto means literally to his wife, but Rashi explaining it means about his wife. So they were asking about the wife. Obviously, we know that it couldn't be literal to his wife. Because if the men were asking to his wife, then Yitzhak wouldn't have responded. That the Iskus responded, mean it wasn't to his wife. And also, if the verse is meant in its literal sense, they're questioning Rivka. Well, we don't know what the question is. If we're asking about his wife, where that is telling us what the question is which then would make sense, Yitzhak's response. Again, here obviously he's following in the footsteps of his father, Abraham, in his similar situation. And it came to pass, as his days there lengthened, that Abimelech, king of the Plishtim, gazed down through the window and saw, behold, Yitzhak was having relations with his wife, with Rivka. So why does the Pesach say, why does the verse say his days were lengthened? Because Yitzhak said, okay, you know, I've been here a while. Nobody tried to forcibly take her, as happened with his mother twice. So he didn't have to, he wasn't being as cautious. And Abimelech looked down, and Rashi is explaining what the verse is alluding to. He saw Yitzhak having relations. So obviously the commentators question this because they have seen the relations. Obviously Yitzhak would have been very, very modest. According to the Zohar, from a Kabbalistic perspective, the Mount didn't say a thing. But through some astrological, mystical means, he knew they were having relations. That's in the Zohar. In other places, it says he saw that the windows had, like, shades on them. They understood from that, well, why are they covering windows? Oh, they must be doing things that people aren't supposed to be seeing, and that's where he derived it from. Yitzchak and said, but look, she's your wife. How can you say she's my sister? Yitzchak said to him, because I said that I might be killed because of her. Avimelech said, what is this that you have done to us? One of the people has nearly lain with your wife and you would have brought guilt upon us. But one of the people, actually says, means the ultimate one of the people, the most special one among the people, which means the king, which means Avimelech himself. And then, if that happened, you would brought guilt on us because if Abimelech had links with Rivka, he sort of brought guilt on us. 
now that they know that Rivka is your wife, people aren't going to touch her. As Melchizedek warned all the people saying, whoever molests this man or his wife must surely be put to death. Yitzhak stood in that land, and in that year he reached a hundredfold. You know, in Israel, the neighborhood called Me'a Sha'arim, it's based on these words. This is Me'a Sha'arim, the hundredfold. Thus said Hashem, God blessed him. So in that land and in that year, in that land, because it wasn't as special as literally the land of Israel itself, as the land of the seven nations. On one hand, of course, he was in the land of Israel, because that's the whole point. He was told he couldn't leave the land of Israel. But Gerar, where Yitzhak was, was not the part of the land of Israel that the Jews were destined to get as the property of the seven nations. So it was in the land of Israel, but outside the significant part of the land of Israel that was destined to be taken by the Jews, and that's how he was the king of Israel and was with a woman that they were saying could not be. And yet, I'm sorry, I just said that wrong. <laughs> sorry, I'll re- rewind, try that one more time. What I was trying to say was, he was in the land of Israel, because he couldn't leave it, but he wasn't in the Israel proper that the Jews were ultimately going to get. It was destined to be in the Jewish hands, and therefore Rashi could say that land not as significant as the land of Israel. And that year, because it was an abnormal year, it was a year of famine. So here we have, in this land, in this year, the land was harsh, the year was harsh, and still, he produced a hundredfold. Now, why had he never produced a hundredfold? Because the land had been assessed to determine how much it could produce. And it produced, for every unit they assessed, a hundred as many times. And our rabbis explained that Yitzhak had this assessment done because he wanted to tithe the land. He had to give Mike there. And therefore, he wants to show exactly, precisely the number. 